Hello, this is Gary Rogowski from the Northwest Woodworking Studio. Welcome to our podcast. Today's topic, Glue Changes Everything. Or an alternative title, What Could Go Wrong? Well, if you've done any work around the bench and done any glue-ups, you know that many things can go wrong. And it always seems that once you apply the glue, that's when they go wrong. Why is that? Well, there's something about the glue, there's something about us, there's something about our preparation and our speed. We are approaching the 11th hour, our patience is at a minimum, and we are at a maximum, and we want to get the job done. (laughs) We need to slow down. Oh, I remember one of my first glue-ups. I was was a table or something, I don't remember the exact piece, but I had not labeled the pieces carefully. And I'd put one piece on backwards. And it was an apron into a table leg, I think. And it it didn't look right. It was it looked terrible. I could not hammer it apart. I had no clamps to push it apart. Uh, it it wasn't a complete disaster, but it it was a learning experience. Well, let's just put it that way. So I went out and I bought some clamps that I could reverse the heads on. And I was ready. I was ready, by golly, for the next time that I needed to pull a piece apart, which has never happened. <laughs> I have never needed those those clamps to do that job. But it does bring to mind the, the sense that Preparation is so very important. Let's, let's go back and, and, and talk about the, the various things I think uh, one needs to consider. <clears throat> You're using some sort of adhesive. I used myself uh, yellow glue called carpenter's glue. It's a PVA or polyvinyl acetate. It is water-based. And I use type on one. It's what I'm familiar with. There is an open assembly time, a uh, time with which you have, you've spread glue on the, on the joints, and you have a certain amount of time, depending on your temperature and humidity, um, with which to fool around with things <clears throat> before you put the joint together. Closed assembly time is, is different. The, the joint is together. You might have, uh, depending again on temperature and humidity, uh, twice as much time now to fiddle with the joint and apply pressure where you need and put the clamps in a, in a better spot. Uh, so there's open assembly time and closed assembly time. Open assembly time can be very short. One needs to move with some alacrity in order to get the job done. But closed assembly time can, can sometimes, you, you might be able to move pieces around after 10 minutes even. Um, it all depends. So we have that, we have that issue. You have prepared your pieces. They are, um, in my case, completely sanded, ready to go. Um, I apply the glue with brush or stick and go to put the pieces together. I'll, this just happened. I'll, I'll tell you this story. Um, I'm, I'm making a, a panel, basically. It's a lid for a, for a small box, but it's made up of four separate pieces because there's a shape sort of... Uh, diving into the center of the piece. It it would be very difficult to do uh, if the panel were full size. So I made four pieces and shaped them individually, cut grooves around their edges and uh, around two edges, 
and use splines to glue the four pieces together. And I glued uh, the two uh, pieces end to end first, end grain to end grain first, and the other two end grain to end grain first, and that was fine. And then I had one long spline, the long grain to long grain joint. What could go wrong? Well, I put on the glue and got to put on a little extra, you know. Uh, why do we do that? Because the glue gets in the way. It's it's There's these hydraulic issues that come into play when you put too much glue in a joint. There's no room for it. Where is it going to go? If there's no place for it to squeeze out immediately, it's going to take its time working its way out of this spot. And that's what happened to me. I put my clamps on, my pipe clamps on, and the piece started to bow away from where I, uh, where I needed it to go. So I put some other clamps on and pulled them down to the pipe clamps and uh, some C-clamps, and they pushed it too far the other way. So no matter what I did, I could not get the pressure in the right spot. What I ended up doing was balancing the, the sets of clamps, but there were some moments of of, uh, let's just say, perspiration, <laughs> um, which brings to mind another important point about uh, glue-ups that I think one should always bear in mind. Twere better, I think, to have a woodworking friend come and help you glue up. If you can only use a loved one, a spouse, a dear friend, then you must... Before the glue-up begins, you must apologize. You must you must get down on your knees and beg their forgiveness because you're about to turn into a raving maniac. The, the, the application of glue can change one's demeanor from a, a seemingly normal person into a, a, a crazy fool trying to get the clamps and get everything right and nothing's working and a spouse or loved one just won't quite get it like a woodworking friend will, who... I must point out, will remain completely calm while you are tearing your hair out looking for another clamp that you've misplaced. Uh, it's fascinating how calm I am during, uh, during uh, one of my students' glue-ups and uh, how anxiety-ridden I am in during one of my uh, difficult ones. We had a glue-up one time. It was a tripod base, and I had these flying buttresses coming out of the tripod legs, and they were curved, of course, like any good-looking flying buttress would be. And um, to, to apply pressure, I clamped pieces to the buttress and then had sl notches cut in those pieces to put my clamps onto. So it was, you know, uh, not exactly a direct line of pressure. It's sort of sideways pressure trying to pull things in. And the, and the last one, I glued up three of these, and the last one I had my students help me. We had about four people trying to pull this thing together. It finally made it, but it was a challenge. I'm thinking of putting out a workout tape called uh, Woodworking Aerobics. I think that uh, getting your heart rate up during a glue-up is, is really pretty simple and pretty easy. You can, you can, get, you can burn a lot of calories <laughs> with, with your glue-up. So... Preparation is the key. Even with that preparation, things will go wrong. You can, you should, practice your glue-ups once, twice, half a dozen times. What does it take? Your pieces should be well-labeled. 
Uh, you should have all your clamps ready. You should have your little glue pot or glue boat or whatever you're using to uh, to store your glue in. You should have a stick or a brush, whatever you use to apply it. Uh, you should have a wet rag close by. You should have all these things there, close at hand. The pipe clamps should be ready. The F-style clamps should be ready. Uh, C-clamps, whatever you're using. And a few extra I know when I do a sliding dovetail, I, I run out of thread on the pipe clamps. I don't have time to unscrew those. The glue is setting up. The wood has swollen. Time is tight. One has to move. As soon as I run out of thread on the one pipe clamp, I throw that aside and pick up the next one and get back to work. I stop to scratch my nose, examine my progress, and things can swell up in a hurry. I know, I know working on... Um, driving pins into joints sometimes. If you haven't sized those pins properly, and or you stop and go, where's my hammer? And you've started the pin in place, it swells up. It, it, won't, it won't go into the hole. It's already swollen up. So um, for, for those pins, when I'm pinning a joint, uh, I already size the pins. I run it through a dowel plate, dowel pop, to uh, make sure they're the right size. And I move with quickness. Preparation. Have my clamps ready. Have a long diagonal clamp ready to pull things in. Square if need be. All of these things. And yet with all this practice, and you can practice a half a dozen times, as soon as you add the glue, everything changes. The pieces don't line up like you want them to. They line up in the, exactly the wrong spot. And glue acts as a wonderful lubricant for about five seconds. As you watch your pieces slide in the wrong direction. And then they set up. And now what do you do? You're not ready for it. You're not prepared for it. You don't know how to get the pressure in that spot. Oh, there's so many ways this can go south. So preparation is important. Clamps are important. Your, your gluing area, that needs to be cleaned up, whether it's your bench or another area. That needs to be well prepared. And then you need to... Be ready for the things that might occur in in the glue-up, those things that come up unannounced, and you have to be ready for those. Um, there is time during the glue-up to, to think, although we, it does feel like the clock is ticking at a rather rapid pace. There is time to come up with solutions. A hammer is not usually one of them. Well, sometimes it it does seem to provide some impetus to break a joint loose, but you have to be careful. You can break the piece, too. In our uh, stool class, uh, we have one coming up in uh, at the end of January. Um, we glue on the uh, the seats, the last, last part of the job. And, uh, boy, we've had some interesting, interesting situations arise. For instance, we wedge all our joints or all through joints and we wedge our joints and students will put too much glue in the wedge slot so there's a slot cut for the wedge to fit into and I'll put too much glue in there and I've seen people hammer the wedge in and have it bounce back out of the hole you're sitting there going how is this possible well it's possible because there's no room for it with all the glue and the glue is non-compressible so you hit it and it bounces back so you have to hit it Wait a little bit, let the glue squeeze out around the wedge, and then hit it again. Wait, hit it again. Can't over-glue because, because of that hydraulic issue. There's a section in, in, in my book called Handmade. Uh, I think the chapter is called Don't Do It. 
I won't read you from it, but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the tale. Uh, this dual project of mine is, is one that I've done many times, uh, a favorite project. And, and the first prototype sits behind my bench. It acts as a ladder, uh, a support for pieces uh, held in the vise. Um, I sit on it. It's the prototype, and it, there it is. It's, I built the first one in 1978, and there it is. So I'm, I'm familiar with this piece. I like doing them. Uh, they're a challenge because of the compound angles. And uh, there I was gluing it up. I was doing a run of walnut stools. And uh, my, my sweetie Jane was helping me. Um, and we were trying to get the top on. So that's the last part. The sub-assembly is all put together. And trying to get the top on. Now, if you think about compound angles, the legs are all tipped in towards the center of the of the piece and so everything is converging towards that middle and the tenon sticking out of the end of the leg is closer together than it is at the very top of the leg where the seat will eventually sit and so you have to stretch the piece apart in order to get the tenon started into the mortises in the seat you have to stretch it apart and then hammer it down quickly before the glue starts to uh, seize things together, uh, and then get some long pipe clamps on them. And I had I had learned I'd put a piece of wood across the seat so I wouldn't damage the seat, and uh, and then clamp it down. And what I was doing then was clamping directly to the leg of the stool, which was a little precarious. You're know, sort of up in space there. And uh, during this one particular glue up, I put the long pipe clamp on, and I managed to snap off the bottom corner of one of the legs. Well, I had a little bit of a problem with that. After all this time, after all this effort, I had a little bit of a problem with that. And uh, I got rather upset. Let's just say I got rather upset with the, the nerve, the nerve of this stool to to screw up my my glue up my day my life everything had turned to mud in just that one moment and i that was it boy i lost it and i took the clamp off i picked that stool up over my head i was going to smash it to bits and jane in her calm and measured way screamed at me and said don't do it and i turned and was surprised to see her standing in the room I had just completely lost my mind, and I realized she was right. Yes, what am I doing? So I stepped back and thought about what we had to do to get the seat clamped down, because it hadn't clamped all the way down. So we did that first, and then eventually, you know, the next day, I uh, I, I glued the the chunk of wood that had snapped off. I glued that back onto the to the bottom edge of the of the leg. I still have that stool. I can show it to you. You could barely see that there's a a repair job there. Oh boy! You have to apologize at, in, in the beginning because you're just going to go nuts. Well, I'm just talking about myself. Your glue ups are probably simple, easy, <laughs> no stress. <laughs> My friend Phil causes his glue annoia. Uh, they can be tough. That's all I can say. They can be tough. Now, if only we used a glue, a, a simple glue like water. Now, that's a really good glue. You say, what? Water. 
It's very temperature sensitive, but below about zero degrees Fahrenheit, it is a terrific glue. Gap filler, not going to take that joint apart. Gets up to, you know, 25, 30 degrees, and things get a little iffy. But, you know, we don't always have that, uh, that luxury of time when we glue up. You know, there are glues that allow that, um, but I'm, uh, I'm usually using something that is a test of my metal, and sometimes my metal is found lacking. I've learned to prepare. I've learned to mark out my pieces very carefully. I've had students who are engineers. Yes, you engineers out there, you know who I'm talking about. The ones who, who put a little tiny initial and then in a little tiny, they put a little box around the initial. It's about an eighth of an inch high because it's very precise. And in the middle of gluing up, you can't see it. You can't see it. You want to see it and not have to think. One of the tricks that I use when I'm uh, working on the stool is I number my, my joints and as I look at the piece, all my left side joints are odd numbers. All my right side joints are even numbers. So I know if I look at a piece and it says three, oh, this is a left side joint. It has to go into this side of the leg. So simple things like that. Marking out the pieces carefully. Having your clamps ready. Having them unscrewed. Making sure that the glue, the nozzle of the glue isn't I mean, the glue bottle isn't all plugged up. So you're sitting there and you run out of glue and then you turn the bottle over. This has happened to you. You turn the bottle over and you're squeezing it and it is taking an eternity. It's worse than ketchup. It will not come out. You just had it. You, just had it. you were just squeezing glue out of this bottle and now it's, it's choking to death on itself, on the glue inside of it. Oh, it'll drive you nuts. So you need to have those things prepared. You need to be ready for any situation. And then, onward. Onward we, we go into battle. It is, uh, it, is, it is something, something to behold, this, this gluing, but when done properly and uh, without too much squeeze out, but just enough so we know that the glue joint hasn't been starved, then we can walk away with some, some confidence, some sense of surety and triumph however small this may seem to others the glue up and usually i glue earlier in the day just in case there's a screw up i want to get it done a glue up that succeeds is a triumph it it feels good it feels right what could go wrong well we know that many things can in the shop and so be aware glue changes everything well, thanks for listening. Please come and join us. We have our stool class coming up January 28th through February 1st, five days. Lots of fun. Please check out our full schedule of classes on the website, northwestwoodworking.com. I hope you'll drop by the studio sometime and check things out. Be good. Take your time when you're gluing. <laughs> you'll get it done. Good luck. Au revoir.